Welcome to Let's Talk About Life, a weekly podcast brought to you by LifeBank, the organ, eye, and tissue recovery agency in Northeast Ohio. Donation can be a complicated subject, but it is really all about life. So spend a few minutes as we unravel the complexities of donation. So come on, let's talk about life. Last week, we heard the remarkable story of liver transplant recipient, Michael Lynn. Michael, a professor at Oberlin Conservatory of Music, shared his transplant journey and how it greatly affected his career as a professional musician, and of course, his life in general. We continue our conversation with Michael as we learn how his liver transplant affected his friends, colleagues, and an 11-year-old girl named Saya. Hi, you're listening to episode 86 of Let's Talk About Life. I'm your host, Colleen Gerber, kidney recipient and LifeBank staff member. Organ, eye, and tissue donation and transplantation does not only impact the donor or recipient. The ripple effect of both donation and transplants reach family members, friends, colleagues, and of course, those with whom you work. Michael, you were mm-hmm. celebrating your ninth anniversary of your transplant, and you right. posted that on your Facebook page. And I'm sure you had a lot of comments and congratulations, but one stood out. <laughs> you want to talk about that? Uh, actually, every year I have been posting what I call my transplantiversary on Facebook, you know, just kind of reminding people about it and how. You know, I was here only because of that. And I always stress sort of that the last thing in there, how important it is for people to be organ donors. It's really obvious. You know, I wouldn't be here if there wasn't an organ donor. And so I try to make a point of that. And I know that over the years, various people have told me that they signed up after reading this. But I received email from Robert Walters, who's a fellow professor at Oberlin Conservatory. He's the oboe professor and also plays in the Cleveland Orchestra. And his daughter, Sanaya, had read my Facebook posting. And she said um, to her father, you know, you and I both, we need to sign up and be donors. And they, in, in fact, went and did that. And then she made for her school, a poster about organ donation, which is just a fantastic thing. And they sent me all of this material, and I just thought, this is this is so nice. You know, this really shows how sending the message to people can make an effect and, and help other people in the future. Michael, we are thrilled to talk with your friend, Robert Walters, to share his part of the story. Hi, Robert. Thanks for being here. How are you? Good. I was just going to ask, how long have you been at Oberlin and how did you interact with Michael and learn about his situation? I've been at Oberlin now for maybe 15 years and I think he got his transplant nine years ago. You know, it's funny, I I do remember him taking off work and uh, at that point, in in addition to um, teaching Baroque flutes and recorders, in addition to that, at that point, he was a dean of facilities. So, you know, for my first years at Oberlin, I saw him around the building all the time. And we were on a couple of faculty search committees together. And I've always enjoyed him. 
a brilliant guy and very friendly. And, and, um, then all of a sudden, you know, he was gone. Um, he took a year off, I think for medical leave. And, you know, I didn't know him personally enough to call him up and say, Hey, how are you? What's happening? But, you know, I'd heard that his liver was an issue and that he was waiting for a donation. And so I'd heard about this and then some time passed and I heard that he had gotten a liver and gotten a, a basically a second lease on life and was extremely happy and doing well and thriving. And, and I've known him for all these nine years since. And so it, it's astonishing to me to think that, you know, without that donation that, you know, Michael wouldn't be here. And because someone gave an organ donation and there was a successful match and a transplant, he's had not only has he had nine years of, of, life since that point but the thing that hits me the most directly is that his two daughters have had a father for nine more years than they might have and um, I guess that's what touched me the most about his particular story just because I have two daughters myself. So besides your working at Oberlin and being a professional musician the fact that you had two daughters was also another connection. Did your girls ever meet Michael? This summer sometime I think Michael was selling a bicycle, right, on online. And I wanted to take my daughter, Sai and Kira, who are 11 and 8, to visit Michael, uh, largely because Michael's got two daughters of his own. They're in their 20s, but he's always been very proud about being a father and very happy to have these two daughters. And we're friends on Facebook besides being friends at Oberlin. And, you know, whenever I post a picture of my daughter, he's always... <laughs> the first one to like it and vice versa. Aww. So when Saya came home with this poster that she'd made for extra credit at school through her science class, I just, I sent a picture of it to Michael and I said, Hey, Michael, I, th- I think you might like this. So I just made this. And then it was, it just happened the day she brought it home that Michael happened to post Facebook that it was his nine year anniversary of his liver transplant. And in the picture was uh, saying there was one of his daughter's, and so I showed Sai, I said, hey, do you remember the guy with the bicycles at Overland? And he's got two daughters. And look, he got a liver transplant nine years ago. And an organ donation saved his life. So I actually know someone that your poster talks about. I mean, that this issue is like real for me. You know, I think because she had met him and we'd been to his house in Wellington. Me and two daughters. I don't know the whole thing. It's not just, you know, an idea until recently. I thought of organ donation as just sort of hypothetical, something that other people did. But, you know, now knowing Michael and uh, I had a two close friends uh, pass this last year who donated organs as well and, and know that other people are living because of, of that donation. So uh, it's, um, it's hit home with me very directly. And I'm happy to say I'm an organ donor myself at the moment. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. Was there any misconception or misinformation or belief that you held that deterred you from making that decision sooner? I would say absolutely none. It was just an abstract idea. And until I knew someone personally in my life that was affected by it, I hadn't really considered it. And um, again, this year I've lost two friends and, and I know that they both donated their organs. And I know that there are people who are now alive because of that. So I don't know, in thinking about organ donation, I think your point that most people probably know someone in their life directly or indirectly 
you know, related to this. And I just didn't until recently. So it's uh, sort of a late stage adulthood thing that I'm thinking about. So when my daughter came home, you know, my 11 year old daughter came home with this poster and I'm thinking here I am in my fifties and I had never even really thought about organ donation and she's only 11 and it's already entering her consciousness. I thought that was a good thing. It is a good thing. In fact, it's a great thing. And we are so fortunate that Saya is going to chat with us for a little bit to share her part of the story. Hi, Saya. Thanks for talking with me. So you're 11 years old and in sixth grade, what school do you attend? Um, I go to Woodbury in Caker Heights. So you live close to LifeBank. LifeBank is right in Warrensville Heights. Yeah. So that's awesome. What did you think when your dad showed you Mr. Lynn's post on Facebook about his liver transplant anniversary? I think uh, he was really brave. And um, whoever donated the organ was also really brave. And he was very lucky to get the organ. Absolutely. Have you had education classes about organ donation at all? Um, um, in science, we did. We learned a little bit about it. And so what did you think about organ donation and transplant before you heard Mr. Lynn's story? I think it's really cool how if someone is like in need of like that kind of help, then someone can like donate their organs. Yeah, you're absolutely right. That's a really great thing to do. How did you come up with the idea to make a poster? Well, so in science, we were learning about it, and we had to fill out this packet. We watched a couple of videos and read like an article, and so we had to answer these questions about organ donation, and there was an extra credit poster, and so I did the poster. If somebody saw your poster... What would you tell people about organ donation, what you've learned and how you feel about Mr. Lynn's story? I would tell them that organ donation is like when someone needs like a kidney or a heart, like an organ, and, and they need one that, and someone else can like donate one and they're called a donor. Um, I would also tell them that um, when you donate an organ, you're really helping someone and you can save someone's life by doing it. That's a perfect answer. Saya, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Okay, I'll talk to your dad. Hello. Oh my gosh, how adorable. Yeah, she's wonderful. It's encouraging that the, the future generations do have that compassion for others. It's beautiful. It is. It's beautiful. Michael, Robert, and Saya, we are so grateful for you sharing your story with us. And we know that because you took the time to do so, you'll be educating all those who listen to this episode. And with a little luck, we will have more people sign up to save and heal lives through organ donation. I really appreciate your time. Thanks. It was a pleasure talking with you. I love what you guys are doing. I think you're all wonderful. And I thank you for being on Let's Talk About Life. Thank you. To our listeners, joining the Ohio Donor Registry only takes a few minutes, and you don't have to wait until you renew your driver's license or state ID. You can visit lifebanc.org right now and help to save and heal lives. 
We hope you found today's episode inspiring and informative. Let's Talk About Life can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Music, Spotify, and other podcast providers. And of course, always on lifebank.org slash resources. We encourage you to subscribe and we invite you back next week. And come on, let's talk about life. Thank you for listening to Let's Talk About Life. If you have questions about today's podcast, reach out to us at info at lifebank.org. Take a few minutes to do something heroic and register to be an organ donor by saying yes at lifebank.org. Literally, someone's life is dependent on it.